0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Dana-Farber scientists laid the foundation for CDK-4-6 inhibitors, new drugs that are increasing the survival rate for many advanced breast cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. President Biden says he is devastated to learn another American died at the hands of Hamas. Judy Weinstein was thought to have been held hostage, but today her kibbutz announced Hamas killed her on October 7th, alongside more than 1,200 people in Israel, including her husband. Health officials in Gaza say more than 21,000 Palestinians have been killed so far in the war, including 21 today in an Israeli strike in Rafah. According to a hospital director, eyewitnesses say the strike hit a home where displaced Palestinians were sheltering. The Israeli military says it's looking into the incident. NPR producer Anis Baba reports a scene of chaos and bloodshed where victims are being treated at the Kuwaiti hospital.
2: The casualties and the wounded are keep reaching the ER stop. The majority are children and small babies. One of them was a pregnant woman and she was begging the doctor to check on her baby inside of her belly. The doctor told her, my priority is you now, not your baby. A woman with all of her face is just like covered in dust, a white dust, laying on the, in the wall and just crying. Dead bodies all over the place. An ambulance just opened the doors. A small infant. All of his head is wrapped. From Rafah City, Anas Baba, the Kuwaitian hospital.
1: The White House says the U.S. and Mexico will cooperate to disrupt human trafficking and address the root causes of a historic migrant surge, including poverty. This after top officials met yesterday in Mexico City. Another U.S.-Mexico meeting is planned for next month in Washington. Mexico's president says a migrant caravan headed north has scattered. NPR's Ada Peralta has this report.
0: Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador says the number of migrants in the caravan has dropped to around 1,500. Some estimates had put it at 8,000 when it left from the border with Guatemala. López Obrador says President Biden called him earlier this month concerned that U.S. authorities were apprehending some 12,000 migrants a day at the southern border. López Obrador said Mexican authorities made moves, and now that number is down to 7,000 a day. He added that the U.S. and Mexico have reached important agreements on immigration, but he did not specify what. This year, Mexico has detained a record number of migrants, but political, economic, and social instability in several Latin American countries have continued to drive migrants north. Ada Pralta, NPR News, Mexico City.
1: Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley appears to be backpedaling. The presidential candidate told voters last night in New Hampshire the Civil War was about the role of government. She did not mention slavery, sparking a backlash. Today, she told a radio show, of course, it was about slavery. You're listening to NPR News. Two states have differed on former President Trump's eligibility to appear on their primary ballots. Colorado's Supreme Court says he can't because he engaged in an insurrection. But Michigan's declined to take up the case, meaning he can appear. University of Michigan law professor Barbara McQuaid explained. In Michigan, there is not that same language that talks about being a qualified candidate to appear on the primary ballot. And so instead, this issue could be raised later if and when Donald Trump becomes the nominee. The Supreme Court may weigh in. Russia is believed to have concealed how many people drowned after a dam exploded in Ukraine's occupied Kherson region. NPR's Polina Litvinova reports from Kyiv. The Associated Press has investigated.
3: According to the Ukrainian military, 16,000 people lived in the town of Oleshky at the time of the flooding. AP's journalists talked to local medical workers who registered dead there. They said 200 to 300 people droned in Oleshky. The Russian-occupied authorities banned medics from indicating droning as the cause of death and ordered volunteers to bury bodies. Many bodies were taken away to unknown places. The explosion destroyed the Kachovka dam on June sixth. Russia said 59 people drowned. Meanwhile, Ukraine's National Resistance Center has estimated the death toll just in Oleshke at 10 times that many. Polina Litvinova, NPR News, Kyiv.
1: And you're listening to NPR News.